Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show, episode 218. It is July 23rd, 2019. Yep! Why won't that go down? Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Boop Show. It is Scott Johnson here with Brian Dunaway. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Hello. Afternoon. Whatever. Hi. It is. Good afternoon. Late afternoon. Good morning. Is uh, it's uh, you know, it's time to do the Boop Show. Is it? That's what you. Is, is it, it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it really time for the show? It is absolutely time for the show. It is time to talk about the video games we didn't talk about yesterday because we missed it because you got a sty in your eye. I got a sty in my eye. Plus, I've been super busy. And it's no excuse. We should have still had a show, but it's my oh, fault. I blame me, not Brian. No. But here we are making no. up for it. We're going to do it now. Uh, current Geeks at 5. So this gives me plenty of room to get this one in. Then we do a Current Geek. And then you got a full days of programming right there in your pants. So enjoy. Right there in your froggy pants. That's right. Uh, good to have you all here. Thank you for joining us. we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. And I miss talking about it. So now we're going to talk about it. Whoops, that didn't play right. Hold on. Uh, play that again. All right, let's talk about the video games of the week. Brian, as you Ooh, know, there's a play, Scott. well, there's a lot of sales on on uh, Steam a lot, even though we're out of the summer sale technically. Still, yeah, still deals to be yeah. had. I, I I was on the way home, and uh, Steam actually said, "Hey, one of your games on your wish list is on sale," and I'm like, "Cool, sweet pudding." Did you get and it? What'd you get? No, because no, I didn't get it because this uh is is it Moonlighter? Moonlighter, Moonlighter? got a got an expansion and a sale, right? Yeah, they DLC. got an expansion and a sale, and Epic is about to give us that game for free yeah, on that's their true. little uh, Epic Game Store. So I was like, mm, let me see what it's like free first before I purchase the additional content. Well, at the very least, buy it for free, and then if you're going to get the DLC, get it over there where you've got, where you've got the right. free game. That's fine. I already right. bought it like forever ago, so I've had it, yeah. and so now it's you know I'll just get it on Steam. But the uh, the core game's great. I love that game. I've talked about it on here before, other shows as well, and um, it's this weird combination of dungeon crawling, roguelike kind of business uh, in a kind of sixteen bit looking uh, motif. Really nice animated stuff. Really cool looking uh, style and everything. But it, during the daytime, you go back to your little shop and you put all all the shite that you found in the dungeon. And you try to sell it to people during this sort of like sales phase and you lay it out all on tables. You decide what the prices are going to be. If somebody gets comes up, tries to buy it and has a frowny face because they don't like the price, you can drop the price. You try to find the perfect little price where they're happy to pay it, but you maximize your profit. And that's how you get gold to improve this, your town, your abilities, your guy. Like a, this is, sounds like flea market simulator or jockey lot as we call it around here. It kind of is that except in jockey lot or... Uh, Flea markets. Flea market. You don't go fight creatures at night in dungeons to get the stuff you're going to Don't you, though? You've never been to our jockey lot. <laughs> That's exactly how you secure your goods. I mean, to me, it's like the Indiana Jones video games. Like, uh, instead of him going to try to find stuff for museums or to take back to the college he teaches for, Indiana Jones is out getting relics and stuff that he can take back and then sell to the highest bidder in his store. That's right. kind of the right. idea, because at night, you're this swashbuckling you know, dude with weapons, uh, taking out bad guys and creatures and stuff, and then going back time and selling your wares. It's a very, very interesting loop, and I like it a lot. That it, game it really is really rad. And if you're not familiar with the term moonlighting, that's something that you do that is not necessarily your primary job. It's something you do under moonlight. Yeah, he's literally moonlighting at night. Right. And it's and it's rad. Uh, here's the thing. Go get it. It's going to be free on uh, when's it? When's it go for free next uh, week? Thursday, I believe it's the twenty fifth. So just just, just a okay. few more days. A couple yeah. days is all. Yeah, couple more days. Boom! It's yours for free. You get it on the Epic Store, and happy will be you. But anyway, I see this uh, this thing happy on sale, or I get a note that something was on sale, 
uh, I don't know if it is now, but Gaia Beyond. Ooh, Gaia, Gaia Beyond. Beyond. Yeah, have you heard of this at all? Is this a familiar thing to you? No, I'm I'm looking it up now to see if I've ever seen because I I hear a lot of names. So mm-hmm. let's see. Well, let me tell you a little Gaia bit about Beyond. it. Gaia Beyond. It's a 2D space oh, game. Oh. And what you do there, see? <laughs> yeah. See. Is uh, you fly around in space. And you do it in a 2D perspective, so it's kind of a top-down uh, thing. You're with your little 3D ship, and you're surrounded by planets and asteroids, and um, those are mineable asteroids, I should mention. Bad guys, good guys, ships of all, all kinds kind of floating around in space. And uh, there's a story. There's RPG elements. You improve your ship. You get better items, uh, all that stuff. But uh, the big goal here is to follow through on this story and and improve yourself and interact with characters and do quests and side quests and all of that and uh, deal with the horrendous artwork in the game. I was about to say there's some very interesting choices. Oh, that's a really nice way of saying it's ugly. You can say it's ugly. Well, I mean, it's kind of got that, uh, oh, what's the, what is that style that I'm looking at? Yes, it's it's, it's your kind of, it's your friend it's in different. junior high that scratches images on his desk of like dragons right. and heavy metal bands, right? Um, it's that brand of 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 work, um, and that's okay. Uh, I'm not. This isn't me. It, I'm not bashing it per se. Some I just, of this stuff looks cell shaded, but I can't. But not all of it. So <laughs> it's a little can't. inconsistent. Uh, the heart is is the painterly stuff is pretty hard to look at. Um, it's not a pretty picture. I will say that about it. Now, the actual That's outer, okay. the it outer, has to be a pretty game. The outer space stuff in your ship, flying around, shooting stuff is fine. There's nothing wrong with that visually. Sound effects are great. Music's great. There's no VO really to speak of. Um, oh, VO. But it's uh, incredibly cheap, made by a very small team, and I found myself completely enamored with it. I think it's great. Uh, the gameplay, the basic gameplay loop, which is, you know, anyone familiar with a with an RPG and, and, and you know, running quests and having to go talk to people in different planets, explore new space, that sort of thing, uh, improve your weapons, whatever it may be, you're going to immediately grasp this and you'll make and you'll know what the hell's going on and you'll be right, right. in. Uh, it's not hard. It's not hard to follow. It's not uh, easy either. I mean, I've died a couple of times. It kind of sucks. But it has uh, this... I don't know. Nice gameplay loop. And I'm more into that than I care about the cut screens uh, or the crappy imagery or the terrible paintings of characters or any of that. Right. I mean, maybe that's why your eye hurts. Yeah, Are you maybe, sure maybe. you didn't get it from this game? Maybe. Totally could be. I don't know. That's a funny thing this to say. This game gave me sty eye. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> it, uh, it really is ugly. And it's too bad because I think that the game itself has enough... Um, depth there that if somebody just came in with a fresh pen and just said let me be your art director let's do this right this could be a very good looking game and there are a few of these kind of games out there there's this isn't the first of of its kind it certainly won't be the last i have two or three that are all in early access that are a lot like this game this one's not an early access it's a finished game and uh was totally worth the price i paid which i think was like 10 and there's no there's no and and these particular people who are developing this don't even have a necessarily a a company name or developer name, they, they sound like a law firm of Florian Richter, Tobias Offerman's, and Devandra Polly. So Richter, Offerman, and Polly bring you Gaia Beyond. Yeah, they, they're, I think they're just a group of dudes with names. Right, I well, that's, that's fine. Look, 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 I'm not going to criticize this game for the way it looks. It looks way better than the game I've made. However, <laughs> you know. It could be a little better on the aesthetics. I will be the first to admit it. Uh, Right. But it's got it where it counts, and that's the gameplay. It's got good writing. I'm not running into bugs. It's not not a buggy experience at all. Um, Weirdly impressed with it outside of the art. Again, art is, you know, in the And art is subjective, right? Because art is very much subjective. Yeah. So it's good. Um, I don't know what to say about what exact itches it scratches. I mean... Well, it's a space game. You 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 occasionally come on this show and go, look what I did. I played a space game. Yeah, and, but and I don't mean that in particular because it's a more of a subgenre than that. Even I'd say if you like RPGs, if you like science fiction, and right. you like open sandbox style space stuff, this is this All is definitely one of those. Yeah, 
I mean, this is going to tide me over until I get to play what I really want to play right now in space games, and that is Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, which doesn't come out until like the, what, 19th or something? Ninth? What is it next month? Crap. Yeah, let's see. January, February, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw release date. There it is. Okay, it comes out on the 13th, so... I've been been waiting for that forever. I fully expect that to scratch every possible space game itch I have at the moment. This will get me by till then. It's a fun little romp. If you like uh, any of the things I described, you'll probably like it too. Right. So check it out at home if you find yourself interested in this silly game that I played. Gaia. Silly. uh, Gaia Beyond. G-A-I-A Beyond. Right. That's the name of the game. And I like it a lot. All right, Brian, Wait, tell me. How oh, much go do you ahead. like it? A lot. Oh, a lot? Yeah. Right. You know what a lot is? Like, let's see. How much is a lot? Hold on. It's more than it's more than a little. No, it's like an actual amount. Hold on. Oh. A so lot. It's, it's like a bundle of sticks. It is a lot. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> we'll not talk about that in particular, but yes, it's like a bundle of sticks. Hold on. Here it is. Uh, a lot is a vague phrase. Yes, we know that. Okay. If you say, how much is an actual lot? People will tell you that this website doesn't load. All right. Well, never mind. I won't be looking that up. Brian, tell me about the Gears 5 tech test, which you took part in as part of an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate uh, thing that you have. Correct. So I've got the Ultimate, which is the, that means that I can play these games uh, both on the Xbox, which I have, and on the PC, Windows 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I took advantage of it a great deal. I'm I'm all hooked up until uh, next March on the Ultimate, and so I've been taking advantage. I usually play small indie games, but anytime I hear tech test or demo, you have my attention. Yeah, because I like to see what how you're really screwing up your game, and so I did just that. I got the Gears Five, which is Gears of War Part Five. They've they've shortened it down to just Gears. If you're not familiar with Gears of War, is is uh, is a third person shooter game uh, that mostly focuses on uh, like cover combat, where you're where you're hiding behind things a lot, which I love because if you give me the choice between picking really cool armor or Picking a really good, almost, you know, where you got to find the best cover as you advance uh, forward with your troops. I love those kind of things. That feels real to me. Mm. Uh, unlike a lot of other uh, shooter games, first person shooter, where you just run with no care for your survival, just run straight up to other people and shoot them in the face. Nice. I guess that's for some people. Yeah. I like, I like to take it to the cover. So I've, I've tested a little bit. I've played just a little bit of Gears of War in the past. I've never been big into Gears of War because it's always struck me as trying to be ultimate dude and in badassery. And that's kind of where they're at. They're kind of, it's an alternate reality or an alternate earth called Sira where our characters live. And it's always had really good story writing, but it's always wrapped into this uh, lot of uh, uh, very... Uh, aggressive language uh, that that they use, the characters use. The stories, like I said, they're fairly interesting if you can get past all the the aggressive language. The thing I liked about Gears 5, there's still a little bit of aggressive language, but a lot of it is is just fun. Well, this is just like multiplayer tech test, though, right? You're not going to get the full Yeah, this uh, is just, yeah, the game is just a multiplayer tech test. They've got a couple of different modes. Uh, I played... Mostly, I I went through the boot camp, which is this training, like you would think. Then there's an arcade mode where you just kind of hop in and and you just run, shoot, and jump the best you can. Uh, but the fun part was when I got into the multiplayer part, which was when we got to play uh, King of the Hill in Escalation. Do you, you're, do you ever play any Unreal Tournament? Yeah, you know uh, this constantly. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of tie-in here with with that with that game. And so there was a time uh, where that's all I played, by the way. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I loved on that tournament. Gosh dang it. Loved that game. Well, don't forget. So, Cliffy B, uh, creator of uh, the Unreal Tournament series for Epic, went on to make this for Microsoft. So, it's the direct lineage there for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the reason why it feels like that. So, I got to play a little King of the Hill. I didn't care for the King of the Hill mode as much as I liked the Escalation. Escalation is kind of like King of the Hill, except you got to 
you got to manage like multiple spots. So you were you were like, hoping uh, Hank Hill was there and all of his friends. I literally thought King. I literally thought he was going to be you know grilling <laughs> with some propane, and you know and Boom Howard's going to be there. Dang old man, just talking about settle down, man. And but no, none of that Bobby. happened. <laughs> oh, what happened? Narrow urethra. All right, so uh, I played. Uh, I played mostly Escalation during the tech demo. Uh, and I really like, I, I like that. That's nothing new really, but I just, I just like how they balance this. You're, you're playing either as one of the cogs, you know, as, as, as it's supposed to be tongue in cheek cog as part of the gears of war, yeah. or you're part of the swarm, the most, uh, uh, the most recent incarnation of the bad guys, if you will. Uh, and I've mostly played the cog side. Uh, I, it's funny because. If you've ever played Gears of War, you know how heavily they they rely on Marcus. He's like he was central to the first two or three. Marcus uh, Phoenix, get over here! So you know he was he was he was in the center. This time they're supposed to be, and they didn't show this in the tech demo much. This time the protagonist or is supposed to be uh, a, a new character, uh, and I didn't play her as much as I played. I think his name was Dale. And he just cracked me up because that's who you play in the boot camp. He just he was just so silly and just so lighthearted and aloof. So King of the Hill. Like so had, you're saying King of the Hill had Dale in it. That's what you're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Great. I think his name was Dale. Anyway, it was funny because I knew I was playing with people who played this game before because when you pop in, you your your squad's like I think either five or six people. And when I popped in, I was the only Dale there amongst the amongst four other Marcus's mm. and I'm like this is weird we need more we need more variety in these characters because I feel weird right now hanging out with all these Marcus's um you, is but, this you playing that I'm watching by the way no oh, no okay. I actually I actually did capture some uh, game footage you can see me on YouTube playing this but I I didn't separate my gameplay from my video footage and so I didn't want to do that to you with all my little commentary and little ha-ha's and jokey <laughs> jokes you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't appreciate that Sure, maybe I would though I don't know Hey, am I would, but, uh, so yes, I can't wait for gears five to come out. It looks like so much fun It's a lot. I'll call the characters less beefy. Uh, if you've ever played any of the past games, the characters are like these, you know, they're like, they're they all swole up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. To, to just, you know, hysterical proportions. <laughs> these characters are a lot more agile. You know, they're still beefy. But uh, they're they're it's toned down some. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. They've taken and and they've made a really the 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 visuals look really nice. I wouldn't say, I won't say beautiful because it's not really a beautiful environment. But the 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 depth and richness of of the uh, of the graphics is is beautiful. How were the graphics? They were beautiful oh look at your Location, little, little throw, so throwback to extra life radio they're nice work. That's right. How yeah. were the graphics, Scott? Yeah, they, they were, were great. They were great right. graphics. Uh, all right. Well, and so this ends when and when does the actual game come out? Do you know any of that the, info? The the tech demo ended uh, the twenty second, which was yesterday. However, they're doing it again this weekend. So if you've got the Xbox Game Pass, uh, you have access to this. Or if you pre order the game, you'll also have access. And I think you get it five days early. Yeah. Uh, before this is coming to PC released. as well. So watch for that. It's coming. Yeah. This is I think the second gears, maybe the third gears that has. Uh, seen itself on on uh, the PC as well as the the Xbox. I think it started out on the 360. Uh, this one, I I have Gears Four. I didn't play it much, but after playing the tech test, I think I'll go back and kind of bathe in the story a little bit before that before the most recent one comes out. Yeah, I'll bet you Four plays. I, about yeah, the I'm same. Curious. I'm I'm sure I'm gonna be disappointed. Well, I'm I don't sure know if you'd be disappointed, disappointed, but I'll bet it plays. I bet mechanically it feels the same. It's not You're gonna be that right. different. You're probably right. I love the and some and some of the weapons. I really love the weapons and gears. They're not like uh, they're just good solid weapons. They're not over the top, which is funny because the characters are over the top, but the weapons are just you know they're they're functional. Right. They work. Uh, Free Andrew says in the chat room, aren't all the game or aren't all the gears games on uh, Game Pass? It could be possible they, free rangers. I'm I'm unsure. I don't know. I, I mean the I PC on the PC side, I definitely don't know. But on the I think the Xbox side, that is I think that's true. I know mm, the Gears One be. and Two are backwards compatible, so you should be fine there. Right. Yeah, I think they're right. Only four. You, only four is on PC. Five is coming as part of the Game Pass. Um, right. In fact, that was a game that they used both at E3 and since in their advertising material to like push you mm -hmm. toward Game Pass. So 
That would yeah, be. and if you want to if you want to pick up four, they're they're having a lot of good deals on four for like five dollars. I've seen it several places. I picked it up for about five dollars. I think off CD keys. That's cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. Cheap, cheap. All right, cheap, cheap. There you go. Uh, my second game of the week is I don't know if you'd call this an indie game. Probably not. But uh, and I'm pretty sure oh. I talked about it before. I don't remember now for sure if I've talked I, about we it. We have. I thought we thought we talked about the first one. Did you talk about the second one? Um, I don't. That's the part I don't remember. So the game I'm I'm going to tell people about, and I'm it's not my first time to it. I'm just getting back to it, mm-hmm. and boy, am I glad I did because apparently there was a huge change I wasn't aware about, and it's super awesome. The game is Pillars of Eternity Two, and uh, uh, sorry, the full name is Pillars of Eternity Two. Bad, uh, sorry, dead, dead fire, dead, dead fire, dead fire. Now, you're like, what's this, Scott? Well, like Pillars of Eternity One is a bit of a throwback to a old kind of RPG from the '90s. Uh, if you remember playing Baldur's Gate or, or any of those games at the time, what was the uh, Icewind Dale? That was another one. Um, oh yeah, all based in the D and D stuff. I think that was using what version three of D and D rules, whatever it was. But the idea was that you had this sort of top down. Uh, computer RPG experience, and you're uh, you're moving around the world and doing your thing <laughs> with your group of guys, and you're fighting stuff and whatnot. <laughs> Obsidian famous for I think they're the well they're famous for a lot of games, but my number one game I ever played that they made was Fallout New Vegas. I think that is the best Fallout game still to this right. day. Yeah, and pretty, they, it was I, you know it absolutely is um, as far as playtime that i put in but i'll tell you i know fallout 76 has got a lot of crap yeah but uh you know i've i've kind of muddled through and it's still got problems but it's a lot of fun to be had there are you still playing that then you're giving your you're putting some time in yeah there? i'm putting it in a little bit of time here and there not putting in as much as i would like but because i have i have another friend of mine who is heavy into it he is like this is the best game ever and i'm mm. like all right settle down settle down yeah calm down there buddy we'll we'll play it but uh I thought I had Dead Fire, but I don't. I don't have the Pillars of Eternity. By the way, also every time I every time I hear Pillows of Eternity, since I live in the South, I always think people are talking about think, something to put your head on. Yeah, pillars, pillars, pillars of Pillars of Eternity. That's what you lay down in when you get in your coffin. Y'all, that's your Pillars of Eternity. Y'all put your head down on the pillar. Uh, yeah, it's uh, <coughs> I played the first one. It was a Kickstarter game. Um, one of the biggest up up to that point on Kickstarter. Number of years ago, it finally came out. I played the hell out of that. It was great. It had its problems, but it was pretty good. Uh, this is, I think, it's superior in every way. Uh, they advanced a lot of the systems that already worked well and made them even better. They cleared out some of the stuff that didn't work so well. And I don't. I'm not going to get into the story, but the story continues from the first game. You don't need to know it though to get going. Um, it's one of those games that do a great job of saying, well, if you're a new player, just get in. We'll, we'll fill in the gaps as you go. It does a great job of doing that. Um, I uh, love this kind of game. I'm a huge oh, yeah. Baldur's Gate style sort of CPG or CRPG, whatever they used to call those. RPG, top down, uh, you know, have a whole team that you control. Everybody's got a job to do. You can pause it and be real strategic. This is nothing new. And Pillars of Eternity. What's my my job? This game did well. It's not like I'm here to tell you anything new. It reviewed well. People love it. What I didn't know is this. They've been updating it. People update video games, so I get that. That's not that weird. But where they really have gone the extra mile is they decided to add a turn-based mode. And the way it works normally is Baldur's Gate style, where if you want to pause, you hit the pace bar, and then you tell a bunch of dudes what you want them to do. And then they'll go kind of do that, and they do it with timers and dice rolls behind the scenes. You don't have to watch that. Um, but they look like they're fighting in real time. But that's what you're doing. You're signing them to go do their, their next actions, right? Kind of D&D style. Yeah, yeah. Then they go, you hit space bar, and you undo it, and they all go do their thing. Then you get hit space bar again and kind of decide if you want to change somebody's action or move somebody around or do whatever you want to do. This game is exactly like that. So was the first one. However, they added a turn-based mode, which changed the control scheme completely. To be character at a time, well, turn-based. You know what turn-based is. I don't right, right, right. That. Yeah, you, you, you take a turn, right? Yeah, you take a turn in the game. And it's much more tactical. Uh, I, right, right. I vastly prefer it. And you only, you can do everybody's move or you can just do your own characters. Or there's lots of options for that. Um, right. The only downside is you have to start a whole new game. You have to begin again. 
I was okay right. with that because I'd been so long away from it that I'd kind of forgotten a bunch of the story. So I'm like, you know what? Let's get the full experience again. Plus, I kind of want to roll a mage, uh, wizard mage type character this time. So let's let's start over. And I did. And I'm already further than I was the first run. And right. uh, the turn-based mode is awesome. It feels great. It feels really well implemented. It's exactly what I wanted. And it turns no out wonder, it's a, No wonder you had trouble with the art in the other game. If you played this in the same week as the other game, because one of the things I love about Pillars of, Pillars of Eternity... Pillars of Eternity. Pillars. Uh, one of the things I, I love about it is... One of the things I love about these type of games is even though it's a... Even though you're kind of God mode up above everything you know, kind of looking down, there's so much to see. And it's, it's, it's odd that you can have an immersive experience with, with gameplay at that kind of angle. It's always kind of blown my mind. It's so simple to have a first person shooter, uh, immersion experience, right? Because it's kind of like looking out of the character's eyes, but when you're looking down at something like this and you're going, and you can actually, these little, these little minion characters of yours, they, they, if you can, get involved and invested with that that's a that's an amazing thing. yeah it's cool here's the other thing i like about it it's voiced everywhere all of it so voiced everywhere you click on a dude he talks to you with a yes. with a voice actor there's a narrator behind the scenes who describes the scene the whole time and by the way the entirety of the voice cast are well not the i shouldn't say the entirety but the entire critical role group oh. so matt mercer liam o'brien all the girls everybody over there uh, are in this game and uh, that was kind of a big deal at the time. They they pushed that on the Kickstarter and stuff. But they they're voicing this thing, so you'll that's great. Your first companion guy is this big surly swordsmith guy, and is he's voiced by Matt Mercer. So you got really professional VO happening. Um, the sound work is amazing. It feels really good. The graphics engine took a major uptick from the previous one. The last one was a little stiff and and a little bit static, in my opinion. This is much more fluid and beautiful. It's great. Now, some of you may be saying to yourselves, well, Scott, why aren't you playing um, Pathfinder Kingmaker? Or why aren't you playing Thronebreaker, oh, right, or the right, Witcher right. Thronebreaker thing? I have those, and I will play them. But for whatever reason, playing, for example, playing Kingmaker made me want to go back and check this out again when I heard about the turn-based thing. That turn-based thing is what's keeping me here because I really like that kind of combat. It's just kind of my thing. It may not be for everybody, and if it's not, you can certainly play it the other way. Um, they give you both options, but I really, really like turn-based combat, so I'm sticking with it. Right. Anyway, and so this this game sets around this game, you know, enjoys its uh, well-priced self at you know around fifty dollars most times, and this, even even the sales usually aren't uh, half price. The game came out last year, uh, yeah, since late last do, year, I think. Yeah, so but since they do so much updating and they keep it so current, so fresh, uh, it's it's hard to find it. So if you see it a good deal, pick it up. It's uh, I think the lowest I've seen on is there any deal is around well from a good place, a place you can trust is probably around oh I don't know thirty dollars or so. Yeah, and you can find That's it. Good. You can find it for yeah. It just if you're if you're sales minded for that, do that. Otherwise, I mean, it is a triple A new game. There's nothing about this that yes. should be discount. Really, the experience is big. Many, many, many hours of content here. Like, this is a polished, nice video game. And you can play the controller, but I haven't tried it. I think this is on Switch soon. Pretty Switch sure the soon? Switch is getting this soon, yeah. Which surprised me a little. I don't know when that's happening, but that's happening. I was going to say, that seems like it would be... That's a lot going on to... I would think so, too. But apparently, the Switch is getting it. Um, they're also getting Torchlight 2 soon, which is... Perfect. Oh, well, Torchlight's not as bad. It's a little... Yeah, I think it'd be fine. Plus, that thing came bad. out, what, 2012? So Right, right. Main story, time. about 40 hours on how long to beat for Pillars of Eternity. And that's just if you're just doing the main story, yeah. hoofing it through. Completists can look at about 75 hours, so you're definitely getting your money's worth, even at even at the 50 bucks full price. Yep. And it scratches my D&D need when I'm not playing D&D. It's, it's I'm scratching my D&D, baby! <laughs> uh, I like it, and people should play it. Again, it is called Pillars of Eternity 2, Rage, not Rage Fire. What is it? Rage Fire. It's the fire no, it part. Is not. It's Dead Fire. Dead Fire. Dead Jeez, fire. I keep saying Dead that fire. word wrong. Dead Fire, and I love it. All right. Uh, I'm loving it. Let's talk about, uh, you did want to make a mention of something called 
Oh no, you haven't talked about the messenger well, yet. Messenger, the messenger. The messenger yet. The messenger. Back up. the messenger. The messenger. Tell me about it. Ninjas, ninjas everywhere. It's, uh, it's an action platformer. The messenger is. Uh, this is actually another Xbox Game Pass. I didn't mean to play two Xbox Game Passes game this week, but I did anyway. I did it, did it, did it. And it's both on uh, the Xbox and on the PC. I ended up playing this on the PC. Uh, it just felt better there for me. Controller game, action platformer, like I said. If you like those kind of those Castlevania kind of games, kind of looks like that. Kind of got that style, except it's, it's, it's deeper and richer. And you just, you look at these, you look at it and you're like, wow, the love that went into the, the look of this game and the sound of this game. By the way, this is Devolver Digital. Uh, so what what would you expect? Anything less? No. No, no. not from Devolver publishing this game. No, right. Sabotage Studio is the actual developer. Uh, but uh, The Messenger, you're basically a ninja. Uh, and there's a rich storyline here, by the way. Uh, apparently, you're the, I guess, you're the only people that exist. A whole, whole tribe of ninjas. And you're waiting for the hunter from the West, I think is what he was. He's like the hero from the West. I don't know why he's hero from the west but he arrives on his big on his big uh burning eagle and uh he picks you the character the messenger he picks you to deliver a message uh and and but you do it ninja I, style you do it ninja style right <laughs> so you you're you're you're, you're <laughs> this is a stupid game it really is <laughs> i love it i really hated it i hated it and i'm like i hate this stupid game this game is so freaking stupid <laughs> And uh, and then I then I started playing it some more, and I kept playing. It. I'm like, dang it, I'm starting to like this game. Dang, got me. Everyone likes a everyone likes a good Metroidvania style scrolling game. Yeah. They like those. They're fun, absolutely. And that's why I was so excited. I was so excited because I did. I saw. I was like, oh, Metroidvania. I could I could totally I could totally deal with some of that. And uh, this is eight bit. Off, eight bit is shit. By the way, holy it's, crap! Yeah, it's like eight bit, sixteen bit. It's it's very early, but it's it's got uh it's it's got some amazing graphics. So it looks amazing. The sound effects are pretty fun, and the the dialogue's a little bit much. Sometimes I felt like I was reading too much. It was a very slow start. Uh, I didn't feel very challenged at all in the beginning, and I felt like I had to go way too far before I started feeling challenged. And like my Metroidvanias, I like to be, I like to feel like I'm being challenged right right away almost. You know, it's, yeah. you can give me a little bit of time but but once i actually got to the hard parts and oh boy it really it really it, it gets it can ratchet up pretty pretty heavy it, it can get hard in spots and uh uh i i like i said i i didn't get all the way through i think i got about halfway through in the game mainly because i started and i said i'm not playing this for this week forget it i'm out yeah and then i i came back and i said let me take another look and uh and it was it was actually a, a pretty good this would be fun. fun on the switch it's probably there isn't it absolutely i think it i think it's on the switch but it would definitely be great on the switch it's yeah. definitely you definitely don't want to play this with the keyboard uh i tried playing with the keyboard just for a minute um and there's a, a very crucial uh move that is really hard to perform with a keyboard it's where you uh you have to traverse the platforms by jumping hitting an object and then jumping again mm. And that gets very difficult when you're trying to time this, trying to uh, with a keyboard. It's definitely much better with a controller. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. It looks it looks yeah, good. Yeah. I like these kind of games. Yeah. I mean, is it? There's no. This doesn't appear to be a map. It's more like just a. It's more like a Ninja Gaiden or. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the other one? What's that Ninja game that's that Sega one. made? Um, oh, Shin Shinobi. Oh, yeah, it's got kind of a Shinobi funny. thing. Just yeah, a side scroll. There's a couple of times I'm like, this is kind of Shinobi. Yeah. Do you have shurikens? Uh, do you just throw your little uh, you ninja do, stars? You do, but you have very few. So at the end of each uh, each level, of course, is a boss battle, and the bosses are actually pretty fun. They're uh, they 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 have some pretty uh, difficult. At, at first, you'll hit a boss, and you'll be like, "Okay, I don't know how I'm going to beat this guy," because it's. It, but then once you figure out the pattern, you finally get to where you need to be, and you beat the beat the boss. And uh, those throwing stars are pointless. Yeah. pointless you so, throw them and you just it just ah and what was worse is i really was getting frustrated because i was using the keyboard and i was on windows 10 yeah and let me tell you windows 10 i don't know why <laughs> the default is to have sticky keys yeah but i hate you i hate you i hate you i hate you okay but uh 
Yeah. Okay. So if you, I don't know if you know this, but if you hold down the, sh- the shift key for a certain amount of time on Windows 10 machine, a little oh little the, the, the assisted whatever, yeah, and then and then it'll say, "Did you mean to launch sticky keys?" And of course, it throws you right out of the game. Yeah. But it also does it if you if you hold it down or if you hit it more than three times in a row. Well, How would you ever you know, play this though with a keyboard? That was, this would kill me. I, I wouldn't think I wouldn't play with a keyboard. It's definitely an option, but I wouldn't do it. Yeah, my, play my, with the mouse. My controller or the at the time controller. was my controller at the time was dead. That was the only reason why I wasn't. Oh, playing. all right. Yeah, you don't. But want then I put it back. Controller. I got it hooked up. This looks harder than one might suspect. It is. Like I said, it starts off almost as a sleeper because you're like going, "Eh, this is easy. This is stupid. I'm not doing anything." I'm like, I'm only fighting like one guy like per screen. Hmm. And I'm like, did I forget to put this on hard? <laughs> And then, and then all of a sudden, you know, all hell breaks loose. I'm like, what's going on? Ah! Yeah, this, mash, mash buttons. It's curse. It's kind of intense. language. Yeah, I, I like a challenge like that though in these kind of games. So as yeah. long as they don't and make me fun. start, how far back do I have to start if I die? Oh, that's the thing. It keeps ratcheting up because in the beginning, like I said, it was like every two or three screens there was a save point. Mm-hmm. You know. Go to screens, save yeah. point. No yeah. problem. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. You get very comfortable with that. And then all of a sudden, you get into this difficult area, and it's like eight screens. And it's like, what happened? You had me at three, and now I'm at eight? Yeah, that's a little intense. Yeah, but it, it, it like I said, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. Are I, there I monkeys so shooting far. fireballs out of their mouth at you? Is that what those are? There's The bad guys are a lot of fun. There's uh, there's turtles. They like almost <laughs> like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but okay. they shoot fireballs out of their faces. And then there's also like a, there's like some charging uh, type turtle guys. And uh, each, uh, each, like just like phases, you have to get past so many levels as you go to the next area. And then that new area has a totally different tone uh, and different bad guys. Wow. And it, you, you know, they kind of have similar, uh, similar ways that you kill the bad guys, but there's always a little bit of a change. It's like that. Oh, especially, Oh, I especially hate Castlevania for introducing diagonal characters, diagonal <laughs> bad guys. I hate them. I hate diagonal bad guys when you only have, you know, like you can only shoot like straight ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're, and they're, and they're, and they're set so that, that when you walk into the room, they go diagonally for your face. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. No kidding. This all, and looks, that happens. That happens. A this lot, really yeah. looks like something that's going to make me scream and be mad and swear. Oh yeah. Yeah. I totally will. But it's, it's, it's good fun. It's right. a lot of good fun. And there's, there's some new, uh, uh, there's a new downloadable content that one, if you've completed, if you've completed the game, you can unlock this uh, this bit of content. By the way, there's also an upgrade tree uh, in in this. You go so far, uh, so many screens, you'll usually come across a, a merchant guy, and you get you go into this other dimensional portal thing, and he he's in there, and he'll he'll give you a little backstory to what's going on, and he'll uh, he'll sell you stuff and upgrade your equipment and and that sort of thing. Nice. Ninja Claws. Ninja right. Claws are my favorite. Go check it out. Game is called The Messenger. Available the Messenger. pretty much everywhere. All right. Tell me about, real quick, you wanted to mention this uh, Wild Woods. What do we have here? What is this? Oh, yes. So I was, uh, I forget where I was at, but I ended up on itch.io, which I go to a lot because there's a lot of indie developers on there. Uh, and the, there's a game. It is called uh, uh, Wild Woods. And did you ever play Team Fortress? Team two? Fortress Two. I mean, I played all the Team, Team Fortresses Fortress. from. You played the, those games, right? So yeah, I played the, the Quake the, mod back in the day, man. It was awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm talking about the more modern stuff now. I know there's other games that have done this, but I always think about Team Fortress when I think about that. And the one of the modes in Team Fortress is escorting a you know like a a, a cart. Oh, it's payload to escort. A, to a map. Yeah. This right, is right. Uh, the, the Overwatch is all about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, there's plenty of games that have done it, but I always felt like Team Fortress 2 did it the best. Anyway, so that's what this game is all about. It's top down, uh, and you have a local co-op. There's no online, there's no multiplayer online yet because it's a small developer team. That's gonna take a lot of work. Uh, and you you play local couch co-op, and it's you and three other people, and you're these uh, different animals, and it's a visually beautiful game. And you're escorting uh, this this horse carriage kind of thing, and on that carriage is a place to put uh, like uh, things you collect. Like some, I think I think it's supposed to be like fruits and things, and you put that in one of the baskets. So you have to this cart. Once you start it, 
the cart just goes on its own and you run around and you know you loot stuff you're like okay i need the, i need the fruit and i take it back and i throw it in the basket and then i run and i grab some wood and i chop it up and i run and i throw that back in the back of it and then i run and you know i i get some more stuff and i keep putting all these supplies in the cart the reason why you're collecting wood is because there's a day night cycle and when the night hits these uh badgers and all of the kinds of creatures try to attack your cart and you and so you have to start fuck it you have to start throwing wood into the into the cart so that it'll like uh, fire up and light so you can see the fight and if you haven't collected enough wood guess what you're screwed mm. and uh and that fruit i was telling you about that's part of healing so if you haven't been collecting that you're not gonna be able to heal quick enough that's what so, fruit does uh, for it gives you some good healing fruit you need the fruits for the healing. So yeah. it's a very basic game, but it's very intense because it just keeps moving until it runs into like there, there's like a stopping points. So it'll it'll hit uh, the, the horse will run into like a uh, like a log and he'll just stop. And that, that gives you an opportunity to get together and get all your stuff back. Sure. Replenished yeah, after yeah. a big fight. Clean but up. it's just really smart how it's done. And it's it's a prototype right now. Right. Prototype. Nice. So itch itch.io Wildwoods. Uh, I joined their Discord channel. Those guys seem to be great. Uh, and they're making something that's going to be really fun when they get through. Oh, and the reason why I wanted to mention Parsec, uh, I had never heard of Parsec, but somebody has suggested uh to play local co-op with people online. There's a service called Parsec. Uh, that allows you to do just that. You run a service locally on your computer, and it kind of gives them, kind of gives you a screen share thing, mm. where other people on another machine, if they're running Parsec, they can uh, join your game and just like they're local, even though they're not. So they're not playing; they're just they're watching the game. Oh, no, they they're, they're, they're watching. They're they're actually playing the game. So it kind of turns you into like a cloud game server. Oh, weird. It turns your machine into like a cloud game server. I mean, the only op, the only game. advantage of that is what couch co-op type experiences where exactly. Okay. So if there's a game that doesn't really have you know online multiplayer, this kind of fills that gap. Yeah, I'm looking at their stuff. It's interesting. Yeah, I thought it was very that. interesting. I haven't tried it yet. I'm I'm very interested in the idea though because there's some co-op games and local games, especially older games that didn't have you know the online component that I wouldn't mind playing. Yeah, yeah, I'd be into this. This looks neat. All right. Well, nice find. That was more than a mention. That's like a whole new thing. I didn't mean to go on so much, but I really did have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. All right. Here's this guy. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> Time for us to play. Hey, what's that game you played? And why does that sound familiar? That's what we do. We try to guess each other's game. It's called Guess My Game. And I'm going to play my clip my first. Uh, I'm going to play my clip my first. I'm going to play my clip, clip my first. first. <laughs> and Brian's going to try to decipher it. And decide if he knows what game this is. So, chat room, you can play along. Here is my clip. It's pretty easy, I think, but we'll find out. And it's long in case you need it. We don't need the whole thing, but if you need it oh. to go on, it can. So Long in case you need it. Oh, and 90s. Ni Mid-90s, right? Oh, Smack mine, in the middle of the mine 90s. Mine was mid-90s, too. Maybe we picked the same game. Maybe. Here you go. Please, listen to me. The Archbishop Lazarus, he led us down here to find the Lost Prince. Bastard led us into a trap. Now everyone is dead. Killed by a demon he called the Butcher. Avenge us! Find this Butcher and slay him, so that our souls may finally rest. It seems that the Archbishop Lazarus goaded many of the townsmen into venturing into the labyrinth to- Any ideas? <laughs> Yes, this sounds this sounds absolutely like um very familiar like maybe early Diablo maybe. <laughs> yes, you would be correct. It is from Diablo. It is not only from early Diablo, it is the earliest of Diablo. It is Diablo right, right, 1. Right. Now, yeah. here's what's great about that file. I want to play the little top Have again. you played the remastered thing? I haven't. I don't I I looked okay. at it and went, "Yeah, I play I'm not doing that." Uh, yeah, Diablo, I have a lot of fond feelings for it. Diablo 1 is not a game that holds up. It's got some <laughs> cool stuff, but it's not great. Uh, whatever. That was great at its time. It's just not great today. Oh, yeah. Here is, uh, I want you to hear this again, this voice. Please listen to me. That sound Please. familiar to you at all? You know who that is? It does sound familiar. Is it, uh, who is that? That's Chris Metzen of Blizzard fame. Ah, I, yeah. He would have been like I 22, 23 he was years so old. so young, though. That sounds so young. Yeah, he was like 23, maybe. Uh, at wow. the time 
And he was, I sent this over to him today via text. I said, was this you? And he confirmed it was totally him. And he said, boy, that brings back memories. So back in the day, even that early, way before Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft, that is, dude was all up in the the, the little secret VO jobs he would do uh, at Blizzard. So there you go. And enjoy. Uh, Ace fun. Tiger says, I've never played Diablo. Can't afford to. Why? Ah, really? What games not are you some playing? The, some of the newer stuff? Well, yeah, some of the newer stuff. Not, even the newer stuff, they had on sale. Well, it's just a game. You just pay. Yeah, it's super cheap. You just buy a game. You just pay for it. I mean, it's not <laughs> just, just cheese, man. You just use money. <laughs> well, no, he's acting like it's like $300 a month or something. Oh, he right. plays Hearthstone because it's free. Okay, well, if you're all you're uh, playing, if all you yeah, can yeah. do is the free-to-play stuff, I get that. I totally get absolutely, that. Absolutely, absolutely. I got good news for you. I think Diablo 4 might be in that vein, but I could be wrong. Yeah, and we'll they see. have that's some pretty they have some really cheap deals on Diablo occasionally. I I get it, man. It's it's tough to it's tough to plop down fifty or sixty dollars on a game. So sure. I, I get it. But Diablo yeah. is often on sale these days. It's you know game came out in twenty twelve. It's time good deals to be had. Oh yeah, and it's great on PC. You can get it on Switch uh, console. It's fantastic <laughs> on all the platforms. It's all very good. All right, Brian, I'm gonna play your clip. We'll see if I can figure it out. Here it goes. Play it. Mission one start. Just remember, this is around the same time as Diablo. Okay, so I have an idea. Hold on. It's obviously a light gun game. i got to decide which one. Is it Area 51? No, it's okay. not actually a light gun. I'll, I'll give you the tip. Not, it does sound like a light gun game. Okay, side-scrolling commando-style it, game. It is It is right. There you go. There you go. That's, that's one of those two sounds. I've uh, played this. this. Like, I know this I've played yes, this. Yes, you did. It was... It, this was uh, this was in the arcade, even during this uh, mid eighties. Uh, it was a Neo Geo game. Oh, it's Metal it's Slug! A, it's Metal Slug! There you go! Yeah, Metal Slug. Oh, I knew it is that. <laughs> the high pitched like mm-hmm. uh, metal sounds or whatever. Yeah. That's totally Metal Slug. Okay, Metal Slug. Love it. I get half point. Half point. Half point. Half point. Okay, I feel better about that. <laughs> Uh, well, there you, there you go. That's our game. We like to play it. Hey, if you guys at home have suggestions for games that we can try to fool each other with, you're more than willing, or we're more than willing to, to take your suggestions. Send them on over to boopshow at gmail.com. That's boopshow at gmail.com. I'm going to read a quick email from a listener. This is a Cal. He sent the, his email to the same address I just gave you, and he said this. I just found a game on Steam yesterday, and oy, oh, by golly gee, is it awesome. Simply... It is like Slay the Spire meets Mad Max out of the wazoo. The game oozes Mad Max and does a really good job telling a post-apocalyptic story. The game is called Nowhere Prophet. Oh, yeah. He says it's freaking awesome and I'm having tons of fun. I think you'll dig it, maybe even super dig it. The game is hard, but what super Mad Max universe it. is supposed to be a cakewalk? I renamed my first hero Nash Magard, but he died really fast. I barely got out of the solar mines and quickly drowned in a techno swamp. Sorry, buddy. Love all the shows. Keep up the great work. Cal. I don't know what this is. Hadn't heard of it, but I am definitely I interested. Yeah, I want it though. Let's At see. first, I thought I, I, the name sounded familiar, but then when I saw the uh, screenshots, not so much. Let's see. Nowhere but Profit on it. Steam currently uh, received. Oh, it came out on the nineteenth, just barely. Yeah. Um, it's on. It's on the scale. It's on the sale. Twenty-two forty-nine. Oh, look at this. Oh, I may have to play this. Yeah, this looks pretty cool. I like it. That's a good, Looks like there's a little bit of a little bit of FTL in there, mm-hmm. a little bit of a um, little bit of, like he said, slay the spire. Ooh, it's got good reviews too. All right, yeah, probably gonna so want to get this. Early review, Not only had a few hours. So far, it's a wonderful game. Very polished for an indie game. Interface is better, butter smooth and well designed. Zubba, zubba, zubba. Solid follows the norms of a, of a card game. Anyone familiar with the major card combat game along the lines of Hearthstone or Duelist will find themselves right at home with a story-based approach. Yeah, but I don't... It's, hmm. so it's I, wanted, a, I want it to be uh, a card... I want it to be a deck builder, not a CCG, but it doesn't really say. Right. It's um, interesting. It looks very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of down with this. I'm going to check it out. I have a credit Still right rated. now on Steam. I'm going to spend it on this. You have credits? Yeah. I have a, I'm just going to add it to my wish list. How about that? I have that way, 20... Then, I'll, then I'll know next week whether I've made it. 
whether you've made a bad choice or if I've made a bad choice. I have 20 something bucks, 25 bucks looks like on Oh, it's exactly so what sweet. I need. Yeah, that's exactly what I need. 2249 is what it's up for now right now. I am totally playing this. Thank you for the recommendation, Cal. Totally appreciate that, dude. That is awesome. Send your emails to boopshow at gmail.com. Send us voicemails at 801-471-0462. Before we get out of here, quick note to those sticking around in the chat room. We are going to give away a couple of codes today. So stay around to the end of the show if you want to win free video games on Steam. They're free. Free. Free games? Not a dime. Not a quarter. Not a penny. Nothing. Free. And anyone can win. Even if you've won recently, it gets reset and you're all eligible as long as you're in the chat room and then you're in there talking, uh, you will win. All right. Anything else you can think of, Brian? Have we done it all? What have we done? Anything? I, I think we've done so much. We talked right before this show about that Ape Out game that just came out recently from uh, uh, being published by Devolver. It's on the Switch. I think you said it came out in February on Steam. Uh, it's currently right now on sale. It looks interesting. About 10 bucks. But I uh, haven't decided whether I'm going to pick it up or not. I got the demo. I got the demo. Nothing wrong with the demo. You like demos. No. Yeah. I like demos. Yeah. yeah. Free, a- free gaming. <laughs> Count me in. Count you in. All right. So that's uh, all coming up uh, here after the show. And, of course, like I said, we'll be back next week with a whole new show as well. We hope we see many of you here. Again, sorry for the day delay, but uh, always happy to bring you a show. And if you got any indie, uh, I looked at. That's right. If you got any indie games you want to guys, uh, you guys want to recommend to us, please do. That's what the show is mostly about. That's what we cover is a lot of indie stuff, small stuff, weird stuff, stuff that doesn't get front page treatment all the time. Um, we love that. That's our favorite kind of stuff here on the Boop Show. So if you have some of that to recommend, boopshow at gmail.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for all of you. And Brian again. And Brian again. Oh, yeah, I'm at Scott Johnson on Twitter. He's a, the Brian Dunaway. You should follow us That's there. Me. We have stuff to say. That's going to do it for us. And, and watch me on Twitch. Oh, I watch Twitch him on Twitch. Too. What's your Twitch channel? What is it? Quick. Uh, Twitch.tv, Brian Dunaway. Nice. I'm at uh, Frog Pants. Go check it out. See you guys next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. Neurourethra. All right, so uh